Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am here all on my own today to talk about how to teach health for homeschool high schoolers in a way that won't be excruciatingly boring and might even be life-changing for them. So it's nice when you can have a course that actually has a direct impact on a homeschool high schooler's life. And, you know, health is often a required course for graduation, but very often it is kind of like, oh, we got to get this done. And everybody just kind of shuffles it off and it's a boring text and they just got to get it done. Um, but why not make it meaningful and real? So we want to talk about that today. But first, I want to drop a little plug for another of our podcasts um, at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. So one of my favorite podcasts is the Soft Skills 101 podcast. And our friends there, Lisa Narragan, her husband, talk about the basic life skills, you know, the team building skills and the social skills that our teens need when they graduate and go off into the world. And they're just such useful and practical episodes. So check those out. Okay. All right. Well, let's start out explaining what a health curriculum is. So very often we'll get questions like, what's the difference between a health curriculum and anatomy and physiology? So that, you know, that's a good question because they sound like they could be the same. And, you know, in some places, if a teen is going into like the medical field or, you know, nursing or pre-med when they graduate high school, um, they will skip a standard health curriculum and do anatomy and physiology instead. And that's okay. Or they could end up doing both because they cover some different things. But the anatomy and physiology is literally about the human body and its systems. So uh, anatomy and physiology will concentrate on how cells work and tissues work and blood and the cardiovascular system and the skeletal system and the nervous system and the endocrine system and all the different systems in the body and how they all work. And so it's a lot of uh, explanation and memorization and just really important for kids who know that they are going into those fields. A health course on the other side then uh, will explain the human body and an, a good overview of all the systems and how they work, but only um, like the overview and not down in the weeds with it like anatomy and physiology has to do. Health will also be a much more holistic course and usually will cover, um, you know, the physical systems like anatomy and physiology, but also, um, you know, teen mental health, emotional health, social health. And then, you know, if you have a Christian curriculum, a spiritual health component to it. So it's a whole look at what health genuinely is in real life. And then a good health curriculum will also go beyond that and help teens understand what goes wrong if something is not healthy. You know, if there's a genetic problem or an accident or, you know, bad choices like, you know, staying up all night, night after night, and what are the things that could go wrong if you do that? Um, and then also how to make healthy choices uh, 
in each of those areas, physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, spiritually, so that they're making the most of their health because it's a health curriculum. Also, a good health curriculum um, talks about how to stay safe and healthy in our culture. And, you know, as, as our kids live in our digital world, they need lots of safety training on, you know, the way things work in that sphere, but also in the practical world. Like there are dangers that our kids face that we would not have thought of in, you know, my generation way back when there were dinosaurs and when I was a teen. So that also a good health curriculum gives a little bit of insight into understanding others and how to help when needed. And so, it, you know, it looks like a combination of when you look at all of that together is a little anatomy and physiology, a little psychology, a little human development, you know, a little, little social psychology all together and making one curriculum that gives a good overview full of rich life skills that teens can actually apply to life. So that's, that's what a health curriculum is. All right, so how can we make that? How do we want to teach it in a way that gets teens interested and inspired? Uh, because, uh, you know, if they're not, they're just going to drag through it. So it helps if they actually like what they're doing. One way to get teens inspired to jump into their health curriculum and to develop a healthy lifestyle is kind of model it together as a family. You know, the, the years that our teens have to do a health curriculum are really good times to do a recalibration on family self-care, especially for the parents. So, so mom, here's some question you can ask me I mean, ask you, I'm sorry. So you can ask these questions to you so that you are modeling this for your kids. Because, you know, your teens pick up things by osmosis and watching you can give them some inspiration for health. So here's some questions to ask, okay? And this is guilt-free, total, there, there's no guilt, no judgment. This is just ask yourself questions. How would God like for me to treat me, <laughs> you know, like really, how would God himself want me to treat me? Like being the temple of the Holy Spirit, how are you doing treating yourself as a daughter of God? All right. And what, what small activities can I incorporate into my life on a daily basis or a frequent basis to do spiritual development, you know, like, like what is my spiritual life looking like at this point? And, you know, busy homeschool moms don't have time to, you know, go on a silent retreat every weekend or something like that. Uh, but there are, are practical, simple ways that we can practice some spiritual development, some intellectual development, um, you know, things for our soul. Uh, one of the things you can do if you want is is um, download from my Vicki Tillman coaching website. There's a freebie, well, two freebies about enhancing emotional health. And you can download those and look those over and ask yourself what you can do for soul, I mean, physical development and social development. Like what are some things that you could do little bits so that by the end of this school year, you are feeling a little bit healthier, spirit, soul, and body, but you're modeling all of that. Okay. And then 
what role models can you provide for your teens that are also modeling some healthy lifestyles? Because curriculum is more than just a textbook. It's watching the people around them. So sometimes teens can have some some good role models um, with other adults in their world, like coaches or their youth group leaders or band leaders or worship leaders, um, you know, college students that are a little bit older than them. If those people have a healthy lifestyle, just by being around them, they're going to be more inspired to, you know, do things similarly to that. Um, sometimes teens get a lot out of role models from the digital world. And, uh, you know, we want to be careful with that because sometimes the role models are goofball. Uh, but we have some uh, fun role models that we have found. Uh, if you go to like Trio Fitness OCR, uh, which is a, a YouTube channel, and they have some workout freebies, you know, you can do uh, sometimes fitness kind of things you can do that are just fun, like yo-yoing. And so we have uh, links at Seven Sisters Homeschool um, to uh, Justin Weber, who's a homeschool graduate, but he's a, a yo-yoer. I mean, that's what he does. So there's several different links. I'll, I'll put in the show notes where you can, you know, have some role models on fitness in fun ways for kids. Um, and then they can get some inspiration, not just coming from, you know, in real life. And then one of the, the ways to help teens really get engaged in health is to get a textbook that's not too boring. And of course, I am partial to Seven Sisters High School Health for the Whole Person. That's all a long name, but it's a high school health text. And we have that holistic approach, you know, spirit, soul, and body, because that's how God made us. And again, we, just like all seven sisters material, we wrote it at a don't kill the subject, no busy work, kind of average level. Most, most teens are going to read that and enjoy it and understand what they're reading. But there are also activities to level up if there's a teen really interested in it. If they want an honors level, um, they can do that. And so basically with a, with a health curriculum, using the textbook, you know, they've seen you model it. Um, and then you, you give them a non-boring textbook and a syllabus, which you can also find. We have a suggested syllabus at sevensistershomeschool.com that you can also adapt and, and give it to your team. And then they can work on the syllabus and the text that syllabus will coach them day by day through the textbook so it's not overwhelming. As they go through the year, it is really a good idea, you know, to take advantage of the topic and have check-in times where you have discussions about, you know, topics that are pertinent to the teens. So they can be, you know, tangible lifestyle questions like how are they feeling about junk food? You know, most of us Americans, we love junk food. Realistically, we're all going to have some junk food in our lives. And, you know, how do they find a balance between junk food and, and healthy food that they need to grow their bodies and their neurotransmitters and all the things? And so to have discussions about that. Another thing to discuss with teens is what their digital world looks like, like what is digital health for them? And if you're, if you're not really sure what to do with that, check out leahneeman.com. 
for keep your eyes open, have some wisdom about the digital world with your kids. Like Leah is one of our homeschool friends and she is a gracious but wise uh, digital person. But, you know, the realistic thing is our kids are digital natives. They are, they are conditioned. They are kind of born into a digital world and they understand digital and they think digital by and large and they like it. And, you know, they should, because that's the world they live in. And so to help them also know what the rest of life looks like, is it's so easy as a teen to get addicted to doom scrolling and another YouTube and, uh, you know, like Snapchat or TikTok all day long, you know, it just keeps going and going and going. Um, and so to make times, if nothing else, you go on a family walk and you get some fresh air and some sunshine. And that's part of the health curriculum. So log the hours um, is discussions and getting out and getting some fresh air. So, you know, if there, if you've got a kid addicted to screen time, some things you can do is, you know, plan some family hikes on the weekend to some pleasant places you guys have never been to. The cool thing about when you go to someplace new you've never been to before, when everybody gets back home, uh, your your brains release oxytocin, which is a bonding hormone. So you you got, you know, more bonding as a family than you did before. Getting some yard work done or some chores done are, are ways to break up the... Uh, the, the digital world. And it, you know, it's not exciting, but log those hours because it is, it's healthy to do that work. Um, they can do kind of fun things out of the box. Like our, our, a number of our high schoolers, um, each year do some ballroom dance classes together. And we got that started because some of our kids had told us, you know, going to weddings, they noticed in our part of the country, there's usually, uh, dancing, um, and then during the reception and our kids wanted to know how to do that. And so we got them doing some ballroom dances and they have always really enjoyed it. And so that's, again, it's a healthy lifestyle. They can log those hours for health. They can log those hours for phys ed also. And so that it's a way of teaching health. You know, health is learning new things and doing new things physically and socially. Um, it's breaking up the digital world. And so as you do that, then they are coming through the year with health um, in many levels and in practical ways. Another way they have found lately to add to the health, if you need to just enrich your, your teen's life, is have them do some creative writing, especially poetry. They have found is healthy neurologically and physically. So that links to the 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 blog post behind that where we found that, oh my goodness, they've got research on uh, why poetry is healthy for you. So these are things you can do with your teens and um, kind of talk with them and, and do extra things. And they feel, oh, health is not this boring thing we just have to get through and it makes no difference in their life. Instead, they actually have a life-changing experience with their health curriculum. If you happen to have a homeschool co-op, the really cool thing to do in, in co-op, if you can, is to do, you know, as a group class, to add some videos that you can watch together. And we'll put links to a few videos that help with that. And, uh, and to have then discussion times, you know, what do you guys do 
for um, for health, you know, pass them out some log sheets or share some apps for recording, you know, what they do physically, activity or things that they are eating, as long as you don't get neurotic about it and make them feel guilty. You want it to be a positive, uplifting experience. And the group doing that kind of experience together helps them to feel more engaged in the uh, health and learning about lifestyle so that they finish up their school year in a more confident way. For, For teens that need a grade on their transcript, for their health credit, and most of them do, especially the college bound, they will need a grade. Most curriculum comes with a test bank. Our Seven Sisters High School Health for the whole person has a test bank. And so that that work is already done for you and you can always adjust the test if there's something that you're concentrating on or you know part of the curriculum you're dropping. Um, and that gives a concrete way for the teens to uh, you know, know that they have finished the material and uh, and understood it well. So then you can give a, a grade, you can decide, you know, okay, what kind of grade, and this is part of the syllabus development, um, you know, what kind of grade do you want to give? So will it just be tests? Are you including the homework assignments at the end of each chapter? Are you including personal growth? Like, are they keeping logs on fitness and food and social activity and things like that? If all of that's going together, in the grade, you know, they should know that the teen should know that up front, that would be on your syllabus. And then you can figure that all together for their final grade to put on the transcript. All right. Well, that is a good overview. And as you know, we always say, if you have questions, please feel free to contact us at info at, or you can, you know, fire me off a question at Vicki at seven sisters, homeschool.com. And especially we encourage you to join the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. So it's all one word, Seven Sisters Homeschool, the number seven, Sisters Homeschool. And in that group, we ask questions. You know, folks will throw up a question and then lots of other people will share their answers. And then uh, another really fun group, huge, huge, like like 30,000 members in the group, is It's Not That Hard to Homeschool High School. Our friend Ann Carrico runs that group and uh, they have a blast. Um, so another another group is is smaller, of course, than Ann's, but uh, it's called Simply Homeschool. And our friend Anita Gibson has that group. And again, another place you can ask questions. So please feel free to take advantage of our digital communities because, you know, we all are doing this together in our separate ways. You know, we all are looking out for each other. Oh, by the way, if you can go wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you are, and leave us some stars or a review, that will help other people find the podcast. And that's a really good thing in these days when there's so many more people starting to homeschool high school. All right, that's enough for that. Uh, This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast. Brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Looking forward to seeing you next week.